Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back. And don't worry, the month of love is gone. Love is dead now. We're moving on to the new hot thing, which is war. All on this episode of That Time I Started a Podcast 3 Trash Manga with my friends. And actually, most of them were trash, but some of them weren't. AKA, how heavy are the trash manga you lift? AKA, the Trash Manga Friends Podcast. We're over 20 episodes in by now, so you know the drill. Three people discuss two volumes of one manga and debate the good, the bad, but mainly the trash. As always, I am the world's weakest Sean, and I am joined by our heroes and gods of today's episode, Phil and Mike. How are you both? Well, you're the world's weakest Sean. That means you'll also end up being the protagonist and also the strongest by the end of the show. Yeah, I realised I was referencing an isekai as I said that, and now I want to shoot myself, so... um. I mean, you know well, how else are you going to get Isakai, Sean? <laughs> oh, good point. Hang on. Let me find a truck. Famously, that is Sean's dream. To wake up one day in a world not unlike ours, except magic. Look, if I, if I could lie, if, like, if someone up there is listening, you want to Isakai me, uh, the Pokemon world's great. I'd love to go over there. That would, that would be nice. Just that send me that one. Time I woke up in a Pokemon Isakai. Yes, please. I will pay the truck driver. Oh, no. <laughs> Go up to any average truck stop. <laughs> it's a guy Just throw money in their face. <laughs> They're like, all right, I don't know what kind of <laughs> service you're buying. Uh, that's, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's an actual manga. Anyway. It, it is an actual manga. Yeah. <laughs> truck stop, senpai. Hit me harder, daddy. <laughs> It's like a delivery man, but for isekais. Yeah. Oh, dear. You mean uh, the male man when you guys order them? He's a delivery guy for isekai. How are you, Phil? <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Just okay. Just okay. That's a stark improvement. Usually you're just like, ugh, existential dread. Oh, uh, I mean, that, that's just a constant state of being. That's my point. Saying you're okay is an improvement, I guess. I'm, I mean, I'm okay in spite of the existential dread. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? You're learning to coexist, and that's that's the important part. It's fine, because now he gets his therapy session of watching his friends pull their hair out, and that just that gives him the pick-me-up he needs to go for the next week or fortnight or however long it is till we record next time. God, yeah, I did discover the other day that I'm not going bald, but my hair is, like, thinner on top of my head than it is, like, around the sides. So I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and you're blaming this. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, easily could be. Your hair's a little long, isn't it? Like, it is, yeah. Relatively speaking, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's not actually long. Your hair's so long, Mike. So I've long. straight up got the quarantine hair, though. Is the thing. <laughs> My hair is unintentionally long right now. It, it's probably not actually thinning. It's probably just a result of how your hair sits. Well, one can only hope because I've been going grey since I was like twenty. So maybe even earlier. Twenty is when I like first noticed. So if I go bald and grey before I'm 40, that's, that's a bad time. <laughs> I mean, if you're bald, you just lean into it, just like full shaven. I would, but apparently, according to my partner, apparently I look like a serial killer when I do that. <laughs> so I would, but I... I but you don't want to get arrested for crimes you didn't commit. <laughs> well, no, then I'd have to kill people, you know? Oh, uh, right, sorry. Talk about leaning in, lean in. I can't, can't let the serial killer community down. Yeah, I can't make that joke move on. So uh, this time around, 
we have covered Shimatsu no Valkyrie, or as it will be known in English, Record of Ragnarok. Uh, so this is a manga that started in November 2017 and is ongoing at the moment. Uh, it's also got a spin-off manga as well, in which started in October 2019, which is also going about one of the characters we'll be uh, discussing shortly. It's a sign-in action manga. Uh, the art is by, and I'm going to butcher these names now, so I apologize, uh, Azichika uh, did the art for this, and I believe this was their only notable work. And there are two writers for this. There's Takumi Fukui and Shinya Umimura. And they've done some other things, but nothing I recognized when I was looking at. Much like uh, last episode, Kanojo Mo Kanojo, this has not been licensed, but it will be having anime later this year. Uh, no date decided yet, which probably means it's in the full season. And that's going to be done by Grafinica, who I've also done uh, Zodiac War, Expel for Paradise, and some of Helsing Ultimate. So, which um, makes sense, considering what this series is about. But uh, let's get into that. Phil, what is Record of Ragnarok all about? Sure. Right there in the title, really. At the Millennial Conference of the Gods, it is decided that the gods wish to wipe out humanity. They decide humanity has no chance of redeeming themselves in that. Over the last thousand years, they think, nah, that's it. They don't get another thousand years until the next conference. We're just going to wipe out humanity. At which point, a lone Valkyrie, Brunhild, Brunhilde, Brunhilde, whichever your preferred pronunciation is, speaks up and essentially taunts the gods into instead starting Ragnarok, a special clause in the Nordic constitution, I think they call it, in which there will be a 13 versus 13 tournament, 1v1 at a time, of gods versus humanity. And that's essentially what this story is. It's just a giant tournament arc. Yeah, it's like, if you ever were watching your manga, uh, watching your anime, reading your manga, uh, and you think like, man, this tournament arc thing, that's that's a bit of cliche. Everyone seems to do it. Well, imagine they took that exact same thing and then just cut out the rest of the story. So it's just a giant tournament arc. Like, that that's what this is. It's just the part where they hit each other. Yep. Yeah. I, I will point out, we read this because at Mike's request, he wanted some violence this week. Oh, you certainly delivered on the violence. Jesus. Like, just looking at the um, information on manga decks here. The only thing it's got, um, it's got in its uh, content section, like for its genres and stuff, is gore. That's the only thing they've written down here. Now, I do think that is a bit lacking. That's like more content warnings. So they normally say like, "Oh, this is more like etchy, oh, okay, or, I get you. This is hentai, and it's sort of stuff to be on the lookout for. Right. Okay, but it's certainly gory. Is my point. It is. <laughs> it's very, very violent. So yeah, it was delivered because. One thing you didn't mention um, is this uh, Ragnarok situation is going to be performed by humans versus gods on one on one. And the idea is that Brunhilde, or Brunhilde, whatever you want to pronounce it, Brunchan. Brunchan, yes, they do, they do call her Brunchan a couple of times. Yeah. You know, the, the famous nomenclature of the Norse gods. Um, <laughs> They, uh, she goes throughout human history and attempts to find the strongest humans from all of human history up to that point. Uh, so all the like the most legendary 
feats and whatnot. Yes. Yeah, so the idea is they that she can match them up against similarly capable gods, and I think they do a pretty good job with it, at least straight out the gate. Bear in mind, you don't, they don't know the order of the fighters on yeah, side. They so. don't know. One, one thing to sort of just comment on here is we're, we're saying gods, and when we say gods, we do mean gods. It's not just like the Norse gods. It is every god. Yeah, every Almost single every with god. One, with one Except for one that I glaring for the exception. one that would get us thrown off. <laughs> yeah, one glaring ex- actually no, two glaring exceptions depending on basically all uh, the a- yes. all the Abrahamic gods aren't there. None of them are there. Yes. Yeah, the Judeo-Christian god has taken a holiday. Yes, yeah, so there's no capital G god, there's no Allah, n- none of that stuff. But you've got Beelzebub in there, apparently. Yeah, yeah apparently. I spotted that on my second read and was going, what? Yeah, also, like, this is jumping ahead a bit, but one of the humans that fights is Adam, as in Adam from the yeah. Book of Genesis. The, the first human. So, yeah, it's not, so they're not like. I feel that's the closest you can get without enraging all of the Christians. Yes, but my point is, they're not just taking the option of, we'll ignore the Abrahamic yeah. religions. Like, they clearly recognize they exist. So, having not having the Abrahamic religions represented in all of deification, in all the gods, it's, it's a bit of a glaring exception. It's better than that, Mike, because if we're going by that logic, because then if we're saying that, that god does exist in this universe, so the rule of the vote was it had to be unanimous that all of god, gods wanted to trash humanity, which means... Good old Judeo-Christian capital G god was like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> sure. Along yeah. with all the other gods who were supposedly like the god of humanity and defending it, they're like, eh, they can die. Yeah, although, <laughs> if you've actually read the Bible, then that's not really out of character. <laughs> say, depends, on, depends on which testament god you <laughs> Sure, but the idea that like every god in creation was like, eh, fuck it. It's like, uh. Every god that has ever existed all came together and went, Humanity's a bit of shit, isn't it? I mean, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't blame them after the past millennium, but, <laughs> <Sure>. you know. <laughs> like, what have we actually done? Well, that's, that's sort of the point, is that they're like, have you seen what they've done this last millennium? Fuck them, let's get rid of them. Although, I did find it a little funny that uh, the deciding vote, the thing that, like, really swung the crowd, was not any of, like, look at all the, the, the murders and what have you they, they've done over the years. No, it was Aphrodite, Aphrodite herself, speaking out, saying, everything's so ugly now. <laughs> Everyone's like, fucking yeah, Aphrodite. Yeah, she's like, oh, they wrecked the earth kind of thing. Like, yeah, screw those guys. <laughs> Aphrodite, who we see uh, sitting on the back of a man with another yes. person holding her breasts. Like, well, to okay, be fair, I, I don't blame her. She's clearly not wearing a bra. Sh- Most things look heavy. Sure, sure. No, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> Just, that it's like, wow, that's a design. <laughs> it, it is also Aphrodite. I like it. it is, yes. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm aware that most gods are assholes, yeah. and Aphrodite's in that bunch. It's, it's more. It feels very on point. The literally the goddess of doing it. So yeah, fair. Yeah, it's like I, I've been playing a lot of um, Hades recently, mm. and uh, this this very much hit home for a lot of that. It's like ah yes, okay. It also has a very nostalgic feel to it. Um, this is going ways back now, but um, back in like 2000, maybe in the infancy of the internet days, uh, I frequented a forum. And I don't remember what this stood for, but it was uh, the G O T F T, uh, the Goths. 
as people called it. And that whole forum was based around discussions as to who would win in a fight. And if Baron versus Goku. <laughs> that, that, that is one of the ones that was banned. <laughs> Literally not allowed to discuss it. There was, I remember there was a thread of three comments and then like one from the moderator saying, we're locking this thread, stop it. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, this very much reminds me of that. It's like, it, it's like the writer wanted to just pull out a bunch of like, what, what would, who would win in a fight between this guy and this guy? <laughs> and it's very fun to just watch those play out in the, using the weird logic of the, uh, the writers of this manga. Because, <laughs> yeah, it gets weird as well. It gets real weird. Yeah, it, it plays, plays it rather fast and loose with the law of the gods. Yeah, not only the law of the gods, but like the law of the humans as well. Because these <laughs> yes. are all famous humans throughout um, both history and mythology. I, you, you say all. I've got the list. Some of them are a bit... Uh, you can tell this is written by an Asian person. Sure, sure. Yeah, yes, okay. It's very clearly written by a Japanese person with the heavy favour towards the Japanese characters. Not just the Japanese characters, but the Japanese interpretation of certain characters. Yes. Yeah. But, but the thing is more like uh, so I've got the list here. You've got like uh, Sasaki Kojiro, Okita Soji, uh, Sakata Kintoki. They're all quite big Japanese names. I wouldn't have heard of any of them if it wasn't for fate. I would class them all as irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, yes, but that's sort of my point. Like, oh right, okay, sorry. In Japan, they're like King Arthur was, for example. Yeah, there's is also a bunch of characters in there which did cross the pond. And they've sort of taken on a life of their own in other parts of the world, like Jack yes. the Ripper's on there as well. Yes. Yeah. So, like, the amount of Japanese interpretations of Jack the Ripper out there are immense. No, no, I, I appreciate most of this. It was just like, I think, the, I mean, it got me right at the beginning of this one, like, here's humanity's greatest, Lubu. And I'm like, hmm. uh. I actually okay. think Lubu was a fine first choice. Uh... Because. Lubu is one of those ones that sort of skirts the line between fictional and non-fictional in the first place. Uh, and he's also, because he's so embedded with the romance of the Three Kingdoms, which is um, a big story in the Eastern yeah, world. Big classical literature. Yeah. So it's, it's basically ripe for um, reinterpretation. And... Regular is. Yeah, because I, I actually think it was a very, very good choice, especially... Because this is the first fight. Like, this fight, first fight comes out of nowhere. And the idea is it's going to be a best of 14, I think they said. So whoever best wins... Of 13, uh, best of 13, so Best of 13. First, first if it was 14, there'd be a draw. All right, Jesus. <laughs> I couldn't remember the numbers, so fucking sue me. So there was the best of 13. And so it's the first, person, the first side to win seven fights. Yeah. And so the first fight, before we even know what's happening with the rest, they're like, Right, yeah, we've got to get a first fight going. Go, 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 right now. And they do Lubu versus Thor. And this ain't your Marvel, Thor. Oh, no, no. <laughs> this is a grotesquely overdone anime Thor. <laughs> where he's not, like, crazy muscular or anything. Lubu is, by the way. But <laughs> he ain't your pretty boy, Lubu. He's grotesquely over-musculated Lubu. And, but this Thor is, he's quite... He's quite slender and pretty. He's got some 
got some face tattoos. He's got long red hair. It's actually one of the few things, few media sources that gets that right. <laughs> actually does have red hair. And he has his hammer, which is not not what I would call a accurate depiction of Thor's hammer. Are you I telling mean, me you you telling me Thor's hammer man? doesn't come alive? <laughs> it doesn't get giant throbbing dick veins, no. <laughs> you telling me it's not six foot large? It is not twice the height of any god out there, no. Uh they, they okay, so they clearly shaped this hammer artistically speaking they shaped this hammer to look similar to the um classical depictions of the hammer so like that unique thor's hammer shape that you'll see in all of the old norse paintings and what have you so they wanted clearly for it to look like that but they also went hang on if he's got this like piddly little one-handed thing that's that's not impressive no 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 we're gonna animate the fuck out of this thing (laughs) and they made it like three stories tall and like so big that he had to have like a handle inside the handle for him to be able to conceivably even naturally hold it it is so overdone it's like god damn yeah. like one thing one phrase i'm going to be using a lot in this one is leaning in and oh my they lean the fuck in on this one yeah like it, I don't think it's quite as big as three stories, but it's it's at least as big as Thor is, and Thor's depicted a similar size to Lu Bu, so I would say like, like massive. Foot, but yeah, it looks unwieldy, is the point. Yeah, but of course he can wield it normally, of course. I mean, he is a god, that is kind of the point. The point is they're extravagant MFs who uh, have outlandish weapons and gimmicks because they're gods, they don't give a shit. Well, this, this sort of brings into like the other point where like Thor does like his first swing against Lubu and I was like, well, that, you know, that's Lubu dead. No one can stand up to the weapon of a god mm-hmm. because, you know, they're divine weapons and anything a mortal can make will just be destroyed instantly. Yeah. And that's when we find out that there's actually a secret plan from the Valkyries to like partner up with the humans mm-hmm. and essentially become their weapons and give them yeah. a divine weapon. This is part of, um, one of the biggest criticisms I have about this, which I'm guessing I'll talk about a bit more later, is they yada yada the story a lot. Because there isn't much of one. There's a story? Yeah, exactly. There's not much of a story. And the parts they do uh, have, they very much like, okay, this is the setup. This is, a, this is as far as we're willing to go with this. Cool, move on. And because of that, they twist a lot of the, the, the world building just to sort of make it make sense that the, these people are fighting. And how the humans can even survive. Like, humans get dealt a pretty solid hand in this whole thing purely because, like, they should not be able to win these fights. And they, they really take time to prove that. This is kind of a problem I have with the series as a whole. So, obviously, we, we've read two volumes and we, we see the conclusion of the first fight and we're potentially like half, at the end of the halfway. second one without yeah. commenting on if that's the end or not. But, yeah, I'd say yeah. probably about halfway. Like they yeah. gotta pull out like three more trump cards each, you know. <laughs> sure. Okay, so let's say we're in the middle of the second fight then. And it's just one of those cases where even having read it, it's just you kinda of like it always feels like one side should always very clearly win. Yeah. When when you're reading these fights, you're just like, well, based on the abilities they're using, there's no reason they should lose. And generally it's usually why would the god ever lose kind of thing. Yeah, that's the whole point of the whole manga. Yeah. Yeah. 
but just a lot of the time it's like oh no this other person won it kind of feels like a bit of an ass pull a lot of the time yeah i'm i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna go ahead and assume and i'm i have no reason to believe this is not the case is that the um the authors of this um they said okay they sat down one day and went who's gonna fight on both sides yeah made their lists and they matched them all up and then for all of them they just flipped a coin (laughs) Like, okay, that person's going to win this fight. That person's going to win this fight. And I have no reason to believe that's not See, uh, what they uh, did. Yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily quite what they did, but I think they got the list and then they went, okay, well, this person's going to win this fight. This person's going to win this fight. And then they kind of did that. And then they went, okay, everyone else has to lose. I'm yeah. assuming they got the list and went, right, which gods could conceivably lose their matches because they're not like the god of war or the god of thunder or anything like that. They're like, well, that's a B tier god they can lose. Like put it like this, looking at the list of gods, I'm assuming Susano O no Makoto loses just because that's a Susano O is a pretty big name that's in like Japanese the culture. God of creation in Japanese. That is like yeah. the god. And irrelevant in the rest of the world. So Yes, but you're also talking about a Japanese manga. I, yeah. Sure, but like I would count that as B tier. There there does you, need you to be some... it. they count it as A tier. Like, well you compare it to them. Buddha. <laughs> There does need to be some big losses on the god side uh, in order for this whole thing to work. Because, uh, I mean, I guess that's not really a spoiler for it, considering it's in the first two chapters, but Lubu actually loses his fight. Uh, and he loses his fight in, I would say, spectacular fashion. Not because yeah. he got stopped, because he didn't. He, it's proven that he can like stand up to it. And they actually go into a lot of um, backstory on Lubu, which I, the parts of this I do like. Well, they showed exactly how Lubu became the person he is and showed that through like sheer determination and training, he was able to literally split the sky as his legend does you say. You like those parts? I actually I do like those parts. I find them as very boring set dressing because they're not really established. They're like, all they're realistically doing is maybe giving a few pages of background to a technique. It doesn't establish anything meaningful about the character and not that you really need that anyway because they're going to be fighting. So why are they just wasting pages on this? Well, the reason I like them is because I, I like a good tournament arc if it's done well. Like, I, I like watching fights in manga. I like the violence. Um, and they take a lot of time at the beginning of this manga proving exactly how weak humans are by comparison. And then it's through these um, side stories, these backgrounds, that you see, hang on, these choices are quite smart as per the legends that we know about, like in real life, this is the manga's interpretation of them, and it shows exactly how and why this character can now stand up to a god. And then on top of all that, they are handed divine weapons, which is the whole, where the Valkyries come in. Uh, the whole twisting of their story comes in. And that uh, those two things combined gives them an actual chance to be able to fight against their, their would-be opponents. And that's why I like them, because it actually did lend some much-needed context. I don't know if I will continue to like them if they do this for every character, because that point has now been fulfilled. It's Now I know as a reader, oh, right, so there's a reason why all of these people can stand up to their opponents. I get that now, and that was needed with, with Lu Bu. However, if that was also done with Adam, uh, the second fighter, human fighter that is, I that would actually just be a waste of time. It's like, yeah, we know we know that he can fight. They do that for four as well. They're like, and here's how four can stand up to these people with their 
the world's weirdest Attack on Titan parody. Yeah, it really was a weird Attack on Titan parody. I mean, like, uh, here are the I ice giants. They're now goofy titans. It's like, uh, oh, yeah, all right. don't, don't get me wrong. The designs are definitely not great, but I mean, yes, the whole point is for kind of goes around killing giants. No, I get that. That, that is what he does. But I really mythology. don't need that established. I'm aware. I would assume anyone buying into this or reading is aware of Thor's status, especially after you know Marvel in the past decade. I mean, of not necessarily. Bear in mind, this is, this is originally written for a Japanese culture. And, of course, this thing is determined MCU to... still exists in Japan. I, I know, I know. I'm just saying it may <laughs> not be as big. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but also, that is Marvel's interpretation of Thor, and this is clearly trying to do its own interpretation um, while still staying true to the thing. So I guess it's good to establish that this is what they are doing with it. But the Attack on Titan parodies are very obvious and ham-fisted. Like, to the point of, like, Frost Giants are... Uh, unable to break through a circular walled city, <laughs> except one day where they all decide to work together, even though they were fighting them one at a time before. Today they decide to work together and go over the wall and break the wall. And then they start eating people in the exact same way the Titans <laughs> yep. do. And it's like, right. It's like, say that was sort of an intentional thing, though. That, like, oh, yeah, they sort of like just sent one or two off at a time to kind of make. The gods overconfident think, oh, they're nothing to worry about. So after a hundred years, they could just do this big all-out attack. Uh-huh. Like they and, and slowly like, they slowly decrease their guard and they got complacent and then yeah. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I get it. But it is just attack on time. Oh, no, I'm I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with that part. Like if that uh, this was written afterwards, right? Like yeah, it started in 2017. So. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I find it, it is borderline plagiarism. <laughs> well, you've got so that. Nice. I'm pretty sure that Brunhilde is just um, Satsuki from Killer Kill redrawn slightly. I'm probably because sure. she looks very, very similar. Well, I will say a lot of the designs, especially on the gods, are very unique looking. Uh, maybe not all of them, because again, you. Like you say, there's um, there is somewhat generic-looking Valkyries, including the main character, in their appearance. That is, I mean, I like. Um, but the gods are actually pretty good. I keep getting the wrong way around because I'm an idiot. Uh, I think it's Zeus is the old man, and yeah, I like yeah, his. Zeus is I keep getting man. him and Odin mixed up in my head, but yeah. I mean, they're both old. <laughs> old Zeus father is gods. Uh, Zeus is Roshi from Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, yeah I I love Zeus. As a character design, <laughs> I I liked most of the designs, and I also like just the way this is written. Again, with the leaning in aspect of it, like it goes, it's not afraid of leaning towards the grotesque of like the rippling muscles and stuff, just to really accentuate the point that these thing, these these creatures, these people are ridiculously overpowered. And I I like it. I like how imaginative some of the designs are when they're not being generic anime girls and waifus. <laughs> Because there's a few, a few of those. So we, we, we mentioned, obviously, that Lubu loses. But mm-hmm. the, way, the way in which he loses is so graphic. Oh, it's so over the top. So we, obviously, Thor's got Mjolnir, and it turns out Mjolnir has a second form. It, <laughs> yes. It was, wasn't awakened, and apparently everyone thought these divine these gloves are field. protecting me from you you're oh, fucking yeah, yeah yeah thor was wearing some magic gloves which uh they're like oh they are the most powerful armor in the world but haha he wasn't wearing them for armor 
he was wearing them so he could protect Dude, Mjolnir. Like, oh, yeah. The legends state he has to wear this to pick up Mjolnir, and it's like, no, no, he needs to do this so he doesn't break Mjolnir before it awakens. Yeah. And then stupid. it awakens, and it's like pulsating veins and spewing lava. and Like, it is, is literally throbbing dick veins all over the thing. Yeah, then Forge kind of smacks Lubu's head off, and it kind of just fuses to the end of the hammer. Oh, no, no. There's other things that happen between that. Uh, what are you thinking of? What I'm thinking of is the part where he... <laughs> and I, I would say, pause this podcast if you want to not be spoiled with how graphic this is, or you don't want to hear about horrifying graphic descriptions of violence. Because before it's that, that... horrifying. It's pretty horrifying if you're not, not into really. body horror. <laughs> and... Oh, are you thinking the legs? I'm thinking the legs, yeah. The, right. So Thor goes for this gigantic overhead smash. Um, Lubu blocks it with his divine weapon, which um, starts to shatter and break because under the force of it. And then one of the side characters says, hey, stop making that weapon do all the work, and then looks back at Lubu. And not only is the ground cratered underneath him, he's in his horse stance, and his entire legs have kind of imploded and shattered. So there's like bones jutting out of them under the sheer force of the downward strike. Like, oh. I don't recall ever seeing that. I just saw him in a very low stance. I never saw his legs break. Because he then stands back up on them. <laughs> kind of. No, yeah. he leans on the spear. He's leaning on the sword, but his legs are intact in that shot. No, so. he, he does. It does show you his bones sticking out. Yep. It's not super graphic in my opinion. I, I disagree but a different story. I didn't I guess. even notice that which shows how ungraphic it is really. Well and then then afterwards um, his horse comes to help because sure yes. his horse is equal warrior to him <laughs> and um, so then he he boards his horse because he, uh, he can't walk because he can't walk no more and but somehow jumps onto it details he's lubu whatever and <laughs> like i said this is yada yada a lot just go with it it's gotta get on his horse there he's on his horse done problem solved next. yeah and i forget exactly what happens but like his arm gets like crazy damaged as well it might have been in the same yeah. motion i don't remember so like so like it's just bits of arm like flopping off it's like clearly useless so in order to go for his final charge which he knows he's gonna die from but he's like crazy happy about it because you know, his violence and being the strongest is his thing. It's and all he's ever wanted. It's all he's ever wanted is to die a gruesome, horrifying, but honorable death. And so then he, in order to do his final charge, he bites his arm and rips it off. Because <laughs> it's just getting yeah. in the way at this point. At which point, yes, he then runs into directly into Thor's hammer, who then gets his face plastered across the end of it. <laughs> and yeah, that's... uh. It's pretty horrifying, but yeah, that's that's what happens. That's what happens when you come face first with Thor's hammer. It's like not even a single panel. It's like you see it multiple times. It's just like you too, yeah. Th there's a puddle of his lower half. Here's his face fused to Thor's hammer. Mm -hmm. It's just like, all yeah. right, I, I get it. He's he's a bit dead. And then I think Thor like shakes the hammer to try and like get it off once, and it just doesn't go anywhere. I don't know I about that. I can't see yeah, this, this either. When I saw it, it was just his face was on the ground. Like, the front part of his face, so basically not his skull. Yeah, no, but like, part of his... Like, yeah, part of it was on the ground, part of it was on the hammer. 
you got like its head. I mean, just looked at the leg stuff now, and it's not nearly as bad as you're making it out. To I so. I disagree, but sure. You can barely tell unless you look very closely, but that's meant to be a bone jutting out. I mean, what else do you think that is? Just the artwork, because they're so hyper detailed on this. It just looked like the artwork, because it all just blurs into one mass of lines. Yeah, I I do like the artwork in this, although it mm. does it it does uh, because it goes delves so far into the grotesque it does lean towards the messy a bit yes uh, but i could always tell what's going on i could always tell the intention of this i most of the time i'll give you but there are some shots like when he's thrown his hammer and he's like oh my god it's like heating up or whatever and i was like oh it's gonna be melting so that's what it looks like but no it was just vibrating i don't fucking know it did look like it was <laughs> melting yeah that's the thing. I assumed it was going to be a thing like it was going to melt back to like, and they were going to reference like the crucible it was forged in, and be like, oh shit, it's reforging or something. I don't know. Nope. But, throbbing dick veins. No. Yeah, throbbing dick veins. Throbbing dick veins. wonder how many times in this episode I can say throbbing dick veins. I've said as, at least six times. Sean will let you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, how many of them make the edit? So after, after this fight, we get a little bit of a cutaway, obviously, between the fights. And you have you've got, to, you've got to have like five pages to rest, man. Five, five <laughs> pages, to rest, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you've got uh, I'm, I'm going to call her Brynhilda. Yeah, that 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 is who she's supposed. That's to be. what the translation does. So I'm assuming Brynhilda. Well, that's is. the actual name of the character from mythology. Yeah, but you can say it and pronounce it in like a bunch of different ways. Sure. Yeah, uh, but I'm I'm just going to go with Brynhilda because that's the name I'm used to, and yeah, I appreciate they probably say it one way and whatnot, but whatever. But you see. Her and her sister, the thirteenth Valkyrie. Who Annoying kid. Sure. Yes. The the youngest Sidekick. Valkyrie. The uh the the yeah. audience stand in. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Gears like, oh well, we we have to go like get our sister to like the infirmary and blah blah blah. And, and Brunhilde's just like, nah, nah. Do you not realize what just happened? She's fucking dead, mate. <laughs> yeah. Fucking- we should dust. we should establish it. It's it's not death. It's essentially the eradication of your soul. So you don't exist. You cease to be. It's not just that. It's um, I don't know if we ever actually mentioned these. The Valkyries are turning themselves into the weapons that they are giving to the human yes. participants, so that they can match the gods' level. Yes, they they are the divine weapons. Yeah. So when the when Lubu's spear gets destroyed. It's actually destroying a Valkyrie, and they even go so far as to say, like, yeah, that she's not dead. She, they're just dust in the cosmos now, or something. She, they've left the reincarnation cycle. Yeah, the yeah, they are dead. Like everyone who dies in these fights is dead. But I mean, like, there's there's two yeah. problems with that. To be fair, one is, oh no, not the Valkyrie was on the panel for, sorry, on the page for two panels. Sure, yes, sure. there is that. And the other one is, oh no, Lubu's dead. Wait, he was already dead. <laughs> yeah, like historically, he's now also oh, he's ultra dead. <laughs> he is removed yep. from the cycle of reincarnation, so they will never be another one like him. Is the oh, idea? No. Yes, he can't, <laughs> he can't be in heaven. He can't be reincarnated. He is gone. Which makes it all the more dark that the army that came with him, because he had like an army entourage well, that came all, with him. All of humanity is watching this. Yes, like all, all all the gods and all humanity is watching this. Tournament. How they got there, who knows? Like I don't know. Why <laughs> yeah, they're sometimes not. they're just there. <laughs> they're just there now, and yeah. I mean, hey, you got some good cameos in there. Like a lot of the background shots of like random famous people, like Henry VIII. I spotted in one. I was like, hey, yep. <laughs> yes, you you do get random 
shots of famous people. Like, uh, occasionally we see um, Brynhilda's, like, looking through all of humanity to find her fights, and you see, like, really famous pictures. Like, you see that famous picture of... Uh, Albert Einstein. Ein- Einstein, yeah. like... I'm not going to lie, I saw that a couple of times and then looked at the name list and was like, oh, shit, he didn't make it on here, what? Yeah, but Nikola Tesla <laughs> Nikola did. Tesla, did. <laughs> Tesla makes sense. I want, I want to see a roided out Tesla wheeling. Tesla's to, probably wheeling to coils as a weapon. <laughs> I'd say Tesla works. Like, te- yeah, Tesla's a bit of the wit. If Tesla had been, if Watson had been on there, not Tesla, I'd have shot someone. So mm. I was happy that Tesla was there. Tesla's kind of weird, but looking down this list, there's only him and one other I find really weird on here. The other being Rasputin. Oh no, Rasputin's not no, weird Rasputin at all. No, Rasputin makes sense. No, no, I will ah. explain this, but first of all, I will point out, we've met references list, list a few times. Uh, we are actually just straight up showing this, which I think is one of yeah. the bigger missteps, or at least a thing I'm not sure about. Uh, after the first fight, they're like, cool, we just need to get the first fight out of there, and then we'll decide on the rest of them later. We are straight up given the list of both sides of combatants. On her, mo- on Brunhilde's mobile yes, phone. Every- yeah, there's, there's, there's mobile phones and there's tablet <laughs> devices in the... Oh, it's on I the guess. internet, lads. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, and that's freely shared between both sides. Sure, yeah. whatever. I mean, I, that, that's understandable. That's, like, you do get that a lot for that sort of organised fighting. You do have, like, well, here's all the fighters on this side, here's all the fighters on that side. You don't necessarily going up against who. Yeah, but the, the thing match. I'm not sure about is, from a narrative perspective, now we kind of know who's going to be in this manga now, from now until the end of it. Like, there's no more surprises, is what I'm saying. And you're never left thinking who's going to be next. Oh, maybe it's this god, maybe it's that god, maybe it's this character, maybe it's that one. You're never left thinking that, apart from you're now thinking what the matchups are going to be, I guess. So, like I said, I'm unsure about this point. But I presume half, a, half of that is meant to be, first of all, we've only seen the depictions of like a few of these characters at this point. Like You've already yeah. seen like Shiva and Odin, yeah. for example, but we haven't seen what uh, Anubis or Buddha look like, for example, in this manga. Yeah. Side note, uh, you, you won't have seen it because it's not in the first few volumes, but Buddha's design is so good. I love it. Yeah. I I'm I, sure I'm I I would be looking forward to seeing these fights, but again, it's I don't know how to feel about it. Um, it it's got its pros and cons with them revealing the list this early. Yeah, I mean the other thing is, as it becomes very evident, the gods will happily cheat. So I can <laughs> yeah. see, very clearly see their list magically. One person gets added in. Well, they already did cheat. Um, they I mean both sides have cheated because they switched a fighter at the last minute like literally right before the fight starts for the second oh, fight yeah they, they didn't to be clear they didn't necessarily they didn't switch it in that they put someone completely new and they just changed the order yeah they changed they changed the order yeah. of their fighters and apparently that was cheating i just think i'll, I'll let that slide. i mean it's probably cheating but I, i'd let that slide to be fair you also get the brilliant scene then between uh shiva and zeus yeah it's my turn now <laughs> zeus tells shiva to sit the fuck down basically <laughs> yeah. his shoulder and shiva gets madder and madder <laughs> yeah this is why i like the art of this like the facial expression shiva pulled in that scene it's hilarious that's the sometimes sometimes it goes too meme-tastic in my opinion but stuff like that scene i loved like that's well, good. the way i've described it is um <laughs> he pulls the face of every youtube commenter <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you imagine like the angriest thing you can imagine 
and that's the face he pulls. Because <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Like I I I really like the art of this. Uh, it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't uh, do backgrounds and stuff like that trope of manga. Nah. But uh, I think when it does, it they are good. Yeah, it's just generally good. Like I'm finding it hard to find faults with this. Like my faults with it for what it is, it's not. You know, it's not your classic literature. It's not. It's 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 very stupid. You telling me kids in like a hundred years time aren't going to be learning about this manga in school? Dear God, I hope not. <laughs> it is <laughs> fucking stupid, but I do like it. I, just... I do, and I would totally get it if you don't. The problem is, like, when you so like in the tournament arc in a traditional shonen manga. You're invested in some of the characters. You're invested in their backstories, their motivations, and all that. But this strips all of that away. So you're literally down to no, no. I do this, I survive. <laughs> so I do this, I survive. I do oh, this. It's like stop. Yeah. I made that joke earlier, but they they do this so often. It's like this person's going to win. No, no. Now I win because I pull this card. No, no. I win because I pull this card. And it's like who runs out of trump cards first? It is. Everything wrong with every anime fight ever. Yeah, like, <laughs> the all I know, it gets better in the future fights when you go away from the gods who are just, me strong, me smash. Yeah, But uh, at the moment, it is just, here's my power attack, here's my power attack. No, no, here's mine. And it's like, put fight logic in this. <laughs> Did you say with the first fight in particular, the idea is it's like, literally the strongest human like, that's the, like I get that but that's also the, the way the second fight's going so far I'd go say they're more going for speed than I, sure but it's the same result I, I know there's no real logic to the fight it's just here's my super fast attack and no no here's my super faster attack <laughs> here's my infinity plus one attack the first fight is very much like that yes but the second fight they do try to change it up and they show they try to show that it's not quite as simple as you think because Adam is the first character who I would say has a shtick. And because even though Adam, as in Adam from the Bible, Adam, is the first, the first human, yes. The first man, yes. First man, yes, religiously speaking. And even though he is fighting Zeus, Zeus doesn't tend to like throw lightning bolts and shit around. Like as you'd expect, Zeus just essentially turns from this frail old man into this chunky old man like I said roshi from dragon ball roshi from dragon ball yep and he goes about doing a bunch of these throwaway techniques honestly they're like oh meteor fist axe kick whatever they fucking want to nothing to do with anything they're just standard anime moves and then adam's shtick is because <laughs> this is the kind of twisting of logic that this manga does because adam was the first man and he was made in God's image. He therefore has the eyes of a God and can create anything he sees, meaning that he immediately can copy any techniques that he has seen. And he just does the same things back to Zeus. It's such a weird choice and such a weird twisting of law, but I kind of like it. I, I do I like it myself as well. Like. It's a nice difference from Lubu, at the very least. Oh, and they made Adam a slender, disinterested, pretty boy. Also naked. I mean, with, he was made in God's leaf. image, yeah. so you know. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, I do like the little touch they have with Aphrodite. He's like, yes, yes, I'd fuck him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. 
you know, back when humans were pretty. <laughs> yeah, they um they do this thing where they they do just like this big uh, boxing style, talking them up before they before they walk in, crowd going wild, etc. And they do that whole thing for Lubu, saying uh, reading out his accomplishments. And I actually like that as well because I guessed it was before Lubu appeared, which is one of the other reasons I'm a little annoyed that they released the whole list. Whatever, not the point. But then they're doing this thing for Adam, and they're like talking him up. And I guessed it was Adam based on the clues we'd been given. But then, so he, the way they're talking him up, he's like, he's going to be this. You guessed another. it was Adam from the fact they were like, it's file zero 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 one. And the way they're talking him up, he's they're talking like he's going to be another one of these huge hulking dudes. And he comes out and he's just like this slender little pretty boy with a leaf on his crotch. <laughs> and then they do this whole sequence of. Uh, watching a Valkyrie turn into a, a weapon for him. And I thought, oh, they're going to give him a suit of armor. Nope. <laughs> they arguably gave him a weapon while leaving him the most naked they could possibly do because <laughs> they give him some knuckle dusters. Can I just say as well, the thing I actually really love about that scene, so we actually see um, this Valkyrie turn into the weapon at that point in time. Yeah, the Lubu one was, the Lubu yeah. was like a surprise because we didn't know that. Yeah. Either. Like, yeah. oh, what a twist, that's a thing. Whereas in this one, she comes flying in on a peg, just jumps down, and they recreate um, the creation of Adam. <laughs> the painting, So you've yeah. got Adam kind of like <laughs> reaching his hand out towards God and just about to touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really oh, like the sense of humour of manga, too. <laughs> so stupid. It's, it's also just the fact when Adam appears as well. He yep. doesn't come out of the entranceway. It's just like this big, almost like Evangelion style, like opening yeah. in the floor. You just see like thousands of which honestly of may have been another honest to goodness reference to Evangelion. But then, like, he comes out on a big pillar. He's sort of laying on the stone, like ready for that that creation of Adam pose. But then there's just, like a stampede of animals all around him, and it's just like it's so over the top, and I just it's love it. So over the top, like everything about this. Is so over the top. In fact, actually, the human entrances are way more over the top than the gods' entrances, who generally just walk out, walk in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you telling me that o the uh, not Odin? I keep fucking saying it. That Odin. Zeus and Hermes strutting their stuff wasn't over the top enough for you, Mike? It, no, not really. <laughs> Basically, came out and played a few violins in the air. Like, that was it. That's all they did. Whereas Adam comes out with this huge entrance, smoke billowing stampede of hoarding animals <laughs> reaching towards gods and like fucking hell. The thing I love about it as well is like when when the uh introducing Adam, when um Heimdall, who's like the commentator announcer the MC. person. Yeah. yeah, the MC. When he's introducing um Adam, he's mm -hmm. sort of like, oh yeah, all well, the gods hate him. And it's just like it feels like Adam's doing all of this just to kind of get a reaction out of the gods. Just like, yeah, come at me. Yes. Well, yeah, Brunhilde says that's why she picks him. Yeah, yes. because he is the most hated human. He is because the most he was, hated human. He's the one who spited the gods, yeah. 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 It even, even comes out, like, eating an apple as well. Yes, he does. <laughs> Come, comes out eating it, and he's like, this is quite sour. <laughs> I think I love this manga, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been, like, 20-something episodes, and I'm finally broken. I enjoy idiocy now. Yay. Don't worry, buddy. I'll I'll stay true. <laughs> we can't all love it. <laughs> no, that would be against the rules.
<laughs> okay, so one more thing I do want to mention about this. Another character I do genuinely like is Brunhilde herself. She's basically the closest thing you get to a main character in this. She is essentially the only character... Well, okay, maybe Zeus, because he actually yeah. got some time. But yeah, pretty much Brunhilde and Zeus are the only characters that get time to oh, do no, anything. There's, there's also gear or whatever her name was the, the sidekick I, i'm not counting whiny crybaby as a character <laughs> yet <laughs> but yeah so I, I really like the 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 attitude they put on brunhilde and of course we're reading a translated version obviously and the translator notes that we read in the version we read are always very keen to say no no that's actually what she said <laughs> i didn't make that up like one of the more notable ones is like She's talking to Gear, the sidekick Valkyrie, and she says, "We're gonna find a human that can shove a fist right up their shitty ass." And yes. Gear's like, "Right up, yes, right up the shitty ass, yes, <laughs> yes." It's like, "Whoa, fist up the ass, yes." <laughs> Fucking hell! It's so over the top. That's the I, I, I don't mind that. But in the first chat, in the first chapter, where it annoyed me, but that's because it was a different translator who was a. Uh determined to meme it up and it's like please stop sure please sure. stop but yeah after that she kind of threads that line pretty well being a bit too ridiculous but just enough kind of ah fuck you hate you all just very aggressive <laughs> yeah it's, it, that's it works well, it she makes sense because she, she despises the gods and wants to kill them so yeah because they twist the whole valkyrie mythology into a yeah they were soldiers for the for the azir for the, the norse gods but but they actually secretly had a greater bond with humanity because they cared for humans more and would turn themselves into weapons. And... In in Norse mythology, the idea is the Valkyries shepherding the yes Einhar, is it? I think they're called like the the chosen warriors of humanity. They yeah. usher them into Valhalla. Yes, and this man could kind of twist that to say, well, because of that, they're closer to humans than the gods they serve. Yeah, yeah. So like a lot of the stuff they do here is a twisting or a reformation of mythology but it's no more egregious than say something like game mentioned earlier hades does it where they take mythology and they put their own spin on it and they add little bits here and there in order to make their own story i think with that in mind i think they actually do quite well as far as mythology goes like they're actually pretty good at following mythology and putting their own spin on it like I, it's yeah. very clear that the writers of this really enjoy these things. They really enjoy these stories. They really enjoy mythology as a whole across various pantheons, which makes me more excited to see where they're going to go with it. Like, what's going to be their interpretation of X, Y, Z story? So yeah, <laughs> I do wonder what they're going to do because we did finish in the middle of the Adam versus Zeus fight, and it does make me wonder. What are they going to pull out for Adam? Because they are very clear, as we discussed earlier, they're very clear to steer clear of Abrahamic Judeo-Christian religious god, capital G god. So what are they going to do for Adam at this point? Are they not going to expand it further? or so I'm just interested to see where they're going to go. What kind of spin they're going to put on that? Mm. So it's, it's, it's a bit weird as well, because... You know, obviously we mentioned they've not got capital G God in there. Mm -hmm. But I did sort of think about this very loosely, and I appreciate it's nothing at all to do with this manga at all. Mm -hmm. But 
it does sort of raise the issue of creation in some ways. Yep. Because every single religion has its own version of creation, which is yeah. drastically different. They and it's just, how it's does the this Marvel all work? Universe. The Marvel universe where every religion is right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. It's like every religion is right, and it's like, but that what? No. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's, you can't just say every religion is right. Sure you can, Phil. Every religion is right. There you go. World <laughs> peace. We've solved it. <laughs> oh, we did, but we didn't know. I mean, unless they wipe out humanity, then they did. <laughs> they did, yes. I think they're fighting for all of this for a thousand years, and then they'll just go, nah. Then, yeah, and then in a thousand years, it's, they get to make the decision again. Yeah, fucking millennials. Well, the point is, humanity gets to live for another thousand years. Yeah, millennials. Millennials, yep. They're the worst. <sighs> I mean, think about it. We survived 2,000 years, and it was this generation that killed us. Good job, well, no, millennials, on your phones. the last generation, if you think about it, because they're looking at the last thousand years. Sure. These kids on their phones, <laughs> ruining humanity. <laughs> Looks over at God, also on their phones. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is one of the themes of this, that the gods are absolute children. Oh, like absolute absolutely, man children, yeah. a lot of The whole reason this whole thing even exists is because Brunhilde basically says, what, you chicken? Yes. And they're like, we're not fucking chicken. No. Fucking show you who wants to fight humanity. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole reason this thing even happens. It's the yeah. entire impetus for this entire manga. It, it is literally just like, what are you chicken? Yeah. Yeah. Like he says, I don't tell me you're chickening out or is the actual line, something like that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And it works. It just works. So yeah, this manga is dumb. But I want to see how dumb it's going to get. Any more points? <laughs> I don't really know what else you say. It's 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 not like we can discuss in depth character stories or anything like that. So, apart from the actual individual characters, um, which they do take time to focus on. Uh, I mean, I have mentioned I like the retelling of various stories. Yeah, but it, it's the way that they twist those retelling of the stories to turn them into the characters that the manga wants it's like they, they couldn't fucking help themselves they gave thor a sundere uh, attitude and they couldn't help themselves they had to do that and they explained why that's the case and they sort of showed how lubu and thor juxtapose off each other um because lubu at the moment of his death was crying as the legend goes yes but they say that he wasn't crying because he was afraid of death he was crying because he was so bored that life had come to this and nobody could beat him, so he just let life end. And then that's kind of held a mirror up to Thor's story, as they depict it, where Thor was essentially never allowed to go out and play, and fighting um, fighting Frost Giants had become boring to him because he could just crush them with a single blow. Yeah, he could never really go all out. Like, yeah. He only ever went all out once, which was against uh, uh, the World Serpent, Jormungandr. Jormungandr, and yes, he was—he was always trying to recapture that, and he never could. Never could because everyone else is too weak. Yeah, yeah, like especially that's when the whole idea of the army of uh, frost giants attack on Titans, um, Valhalla, and mm. it doesn't really work out well for them. I do like the way they describe these stories because I am also a fan of these mythologies, and I'm always happy to see a retelling of them and when you inject that with 
the comedy this thing has, like the sense of humor it has, and the interesting designs, and the fact that I do enjoy violence. I yeah, I don't think this is a bad one at all. Different kind of trash. This is uh, junk food trash, not not garbage trash. <laughs> At least that's the way I see it. And but I would sure. totally, I totally get it if you say it's the say anything else. Like if you don't like it, I totally get it because this has no story, no story, none, <laughs> not uh, really. Yeah, pretty much. It's like any story that is there, they yada yada it along just so they can get back to the fighting. I'm kind of okay with that because it doesn't. It's nothing. It's pretending it to be. The vast majority of the story comes from like the few chapters you get of like backstory of the various characters as they're fighting. Yeah, and Brunhilde explaining her her reasoning for putting certain humans in. Yeah, you do you do get like little bits in between the fights as well, where you've got like Brunhilde doing whatever, and then you might see some stuff happening over on the God side. There is some more stuff a little later on, but nothing too drastic. No, I, I don't think this is the kind of story that would pull out, it was a greater conspiracy all along. <laughs> like I believe this story is exactly what it says it is. And I'm not expecting cognitive twists and turns. I'm expecting it just to be pure violent fest from beginning to end, purely unapologetic. And I'm kind of okay with that because it's never trying to be anything else. It's not pretending. It knows what it wants. Mm. Violence. And yeah, that very much does satiate my need for violence, I think, what I said at the end of last episode. Yeah, I will say, like, I've, I'm up to date on this one. They've done five or six fights now, I think. Sure. They're, they're usually pretty violent. Cool. Like they're they're not shy of the violence. Yeah, this is not the kind of uh, thing that would shy away from that. So, yeah, fair. I don't think I have anything else to add. I was going to say, does anyone else have have any points, or do we want to? You sound like you've died inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I'll go first. Here's the conclusion: it's shit. <laughs> I hate this. I don't hate this like I hated Minamoto Kun's story or like Grand Blue. This isn't like I'm not gonna be judging you if you like this. Like Mike loving this. I hear the judgment. That's fine. You can like this. But to me, this is probably one of the trashiest things we've read. Like there's no substance or anything. It's just big battle. You might as well watch a Michael Bay film and they're shit. So this is shit <laughs> for the exact same reasons. Big bada boom, all sizzle, no steak, every other bloody euphemism you can do for that kind of writing just just no this is just bad i like shonen for the characters i like shonen for the motivations and the investments this is strip everything interesting out of a shonen just leave the fights of people going i play this card i play this like it's dull it's utterly utterly dull it has moments i'm not gonna besmirch the art like 90 percent of the art's cool apart from some shots where it's so busy you can't really tell what's going on there's some good comedy moments. I genuinely like some of the jokes in this, but it just, it's so utterly trash. I just don't or have any reason to be invested in this. You know what? I, I don't begrudge you that opinion. I really don't. Like, I totally get how maybe if I was in a different mood while reading this, I'd have a different takeaway. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's the thing. Because on the other side of the coin, I could be go to you. 
yeah um i am going to continue reading this because i really like it um i it's, it's just interesting to hear me uh sit here and enjoy it as much as i have while sean's just slowly dying in the back <laughs> he's just like yeah really you like this i kind of hate you now <laughs> I, no, I don't hate you for like If you like, as I say, it's not like with Minamoto Kunstoy or Grand Blue, where I genuinely despise those for existing. This is just everything I don't give a shit about rolled into one series. So yeah, it, it's yeah. kind of like me and like most, like ninety percent of slice of life manga. It's just like a lot of stuff which I don't look for. Like that's not the reason I go to those kind of manga. Whereas for me and this, I would normally i would be really really mad that there was no story because like you say it's all sizzle no steak it's, there's no substance at all and there isn't but it's also not trying to it's not pretending to it's not at any point it's not saying you're going to have a deep emotional connection to any character it is literally here to do one thing and with that understood i can go into this with a different attitude and enjoy it on a different level than I would with something that is pretending to be something that it isn't. And that's why I enjoy this. Sure, but to me, that's just an excuse of like, eh, we're too lazy to write a story, so let's just not have one. It's like, that doesn't forgive you for not having a story. It does beg the question why this took two authors. I, yeah. I do wonder about that, but okay. I don't know. I mean, hey, like, if, as I say, it's one of the few works we have done that's that, and I'm presumably it probably helped cover up for them, maybe the mythologies the other wasn't. I'm sure about so. Yeah, maybe, maybe there was like a mythology guy and a anime choreography guy. Um, like, I don't know. yeah. So, I mean, obviously for me the answers are no and no. But Mike, uh, would you will you watch the anime? And if this, sorry, I say if I'm assuming this will get licensed unless yeah. people are really mad about Adam being in it. Apparently, it's been licensed in Italian. It's been licensed in a few different languages, yeah. But I know um, there were complaints. Um, I think it was the Hindi. Hindi representatives complained about uh, the depictions of oh, Shiva yeah, and yeah. the other one yeah. that's in here. Oh, that it is impossible to do this and not offend someone. Sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, like they're, they're already kind of playing it a bit safe by not having capital G God or yeah, Allah or it, it's it's like yeah. The thing is, by doing that, you're just going to offend more people because, like, what their gods are better than our gods. Their I... gods are above this. <laughs> So it's like, I yeah, disagree. No, I... I think you offend less people this way just because yeah. you're not inviting the. There's a reason why, like most modern media, will never de like you'll have depictions of Buddha, you'll have depictions of the Hindi gods or the Norse gods and all that. But no, you can't can't do capital G oh, god. That would be there, um, that's a landmine. There's I I want to say it's uh it's Frank Miller or one of those controversial um comic artists from back in the day who are still kind of around. Uh, there was one, I can't remember the name of the comic, but I guarantee if you Google this phrase, you'll find it. Kung Fu Jesus is a thing that has existed in comic form before. And people were real fucking mad at that. Oh boy. <laughs> Where the story of that is Jesus on the crucifix. And he says his line, oh, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? At which point the heavens open up and... Teaching Kung Fu? <laughs> Not quite. And then the heavens open up and there's like Zeus and Odin and standing there going like, oh, what a pathetic god this is. He allows mortals to kill him. At which point he pulls himself off the cross and beats the shit out of all the other gods. 
It's fucking weird. Fuck. And that made people real mad. So, yeah, I get that. I get it. As for this manga, though, I, I see the obvious avoidance of these topics, and I see everything wrong with it. I don't want anyone thinking I don't see what's wrong with this. I don't want my, my, <laughs> my an- analysis card to be revoked. But, uh, yeah, no, it, this, is, this is crap, but it's fun. <laughs> and that's why, yes, I will, I'm going to read more. Uh, I will watch the anime when it comes out, and if it ever gets licensed, I will probably buy it. So three yeses for oh, me. He's put, he's put the P in, probably. I will probably buy it, yes. Like, that is a qualifier, because I'm poor as shit. Yeah, So, it's, so yeah, there you go. Damn, I but think this might be that. the first one, unless you're planning on buying Zero Leveling, I think this might be the first one you're actually buying into, Mike. I am planning on buying Zero Leveling. So, okay, second. But that, that one took a while to come to. This is the quickest I've ever gotten to that. Um, conclusion. Fair. So, um, over, so one for one, one against one for, over to the man who picked it himself, Phil. Uh, obviously, you have read way ahead into like through halfway through the tournament, by the sounds of it. Uh, so, yep. if this gets licensed, the manga version, will you be picking it up? And will you be watching the anime when it airs at some point this year, probably in autumn? Um, I, I think I'll give the anime a try. I'll, I'll see what it's like. So, I think if, if it's choreographed well it could be quite entertaining to see these fights done oh yeah i i actually think this would make a way better if done well make a way better anime yeah I, I think it would make a better anime than a manga just because you can actually then get the fights and that's very clearly what they're trying to go for i think yeah i think even more so because it'll be one fight an episode pretty much so uh, don't know about if you that. did it as a 13 a episode series there. then yeah, okay yeah <laughs> sure sure yeah I, I think you're probably looking at a a two goal, right? Well, I think you might end up finding it being a bit longer than that, maybe. Oh, but... God, right. Now I'm hating it even more. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> well, it's just because, as, as I say, at the moment, there's, what, 43, 44 chapters out, and that's the start of, like, the sixth round, I want to say. Jesus Christ, that slows down. Right. Yeah, you do the the last fight in particular was dragged out from what I remember. Like the backstories of the two fighters, honestly, if you told me they were a volume each, I would probably believe you. See, that actually does make me like this a little bit less, just because I like how quick this is moving along, so it doesn't feel bogged down. But if I find out it slows down a bit later, that may dampen my enthusiasm for it. It's a success, Mike. Got to make it last. <laughs> from what from what I remember, the next few fights are quite decently pace they might slow down a smidge but not too much but i i do remember with the last fight in particular there was a lot more focus on the backstory of the fighters like a lot more yeah uh, comparatively to all the other fights sure but we'll see how the next round goes but that has its own thing going on which might slow it down but that's potentially for a better reason i suppose the um advantage of them turning it into an anime as well would be that they can choose what to expand and what to cut out but they yeah. have a second pass of it kind of thing but uh, my main thinking there is i don't see it being an episode per fight or two episodes per fight necessarily i think you're looking at two and a half per fight maybe maybe three depending on what's going on and it again it depends how long they're planning to have this anime and how far they want it to get more than anything i suppose sure so i don't think they're going to do the full 13 rounds anytime soon I say full 13, 
however many rounds there ends up being. Yeah, best of 13. The best of 13, yeah. Honestly, I could quite easily believe this goes to 13, and I expect it, it probably will. will. <laughs> I, I, don't, it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't just have it. It's like in, in, the last one, yeah. In wrestling, because obviously there's a lot you can make a lot of comparisons here between this and wrestling, but it's like it's a best of five series, or like it's best of three fours. You're like, okay, so the first like two or four work don't matter because it's always, it's almost always going to come down to the final four. This is actually something I was going to point out and forgot to mention it earlier. By them showing us the whole list, they've they've shown us that they are going to do the full thirteen fights. Guaranteed. To be honest, even, even before that, I would have expected them to do the Yeah, you version. would have expected it, but you wouldn't have had it confirmed, you know? Like, unless suddenly halfway through it stops being a tournament manga and starts being something else, I was expecting the full 30. Sure, sure. So yeah, I'm definitely interested to check out the anime, see how it handles the fights, because if, if it can be choreographed well, as I say, I think that could be quite good. Buying it? Ah, it's a tough one. I, I do in Enjoy it particularly like the start, like as we're saying, like it's it's nothing drastic in terms of writing. It's it is just a good punch up, but it does have those good comedy moments. Characters are all likable in their own way. Like Zeus, kind of just being a bit of a man child. Adam just <laughs> being Adam is great. And but as as I said at some point earlier in the episode. Part of the thing that bothers me with this, having read more of it, is, and you, Sean sort of had this problem himself where he's sort of saying it's basically who has the most trap cards effectively. And sure. in some ways, I feel like it's not necessarily that's the problem for me, but it is just sort of kind of leans into my problem, which is the fact that it's very clear the fight has to go one way as far as the right is concerned. So even if it's very clearly going the other way, all of a sudden it's like, no, no, I have this trap card and win out of nowhere for no reason other than I need to win kind of thing. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't buy it. Unless, like, the next fight, which I think is where it's going to be a bit of a shake-up in things, changes my mind on that. I mean, the only the only mild bit of interest I would probably have in this is that in some point, because there are only 13 Valkyries, they're both cry, cry baby girl. And Brunhilde will probably have to become weapons, and presumably Bren will be the finale. But well, this is the thing that kind of surprised me a bit. I'm, I'm not super up on my Norse mythology by any means. Oh no, yeah. In my head, I was like, "What do you mean? There's like 13 Valkyries yeah, aren't there?" Like, I'm pretty infinity. sure there's more than 13 Valkyries in Norse mythology. It's a thing. Um, but yes, this this series is very adamant. No, there's 13, and these are them. Uh, they do briefly touch on this um everything that we would call a valkyrie isn't actually a valkyrie if i'm remembering this there is 13 valkyries and everything beneath them is considered like a guardian angel kind of thing right okay so they're like they're like mini valkyries the same way that the um demi valkyries kind of it's the same way that the norse mythology is um is two-tiered as well for the gods they've got the aesir and then they've got the Venzir? I could be wrong about that, but they have like two Sound tiers of God. Right? To me. Yeah, yeah. They, have, they have two tiers of the Vanir, that's it. The Vanir. Uh, Aesir and the Vanir. And they, so they have two tiers of gods. Like you got your Odins up and your Thors in one, and then you got your Boulders in the lower. Like, so yeah. Right. Two tiers. And that's the same thing with Valkyries. Okay. That, I, I suppose 
if if that's what it is, that kind of makes sense, I guess. But yeah, because I, I know um, they do kind of very lightly touch upon it in the series. Um, obviously, each of the Valkyries' names means something in some way. Yeah, and they do kind of bring that up in the manga when it's like, oh well, this is this Valkyrie, and their name means this, and that's why they're really good at this part of the fighting, I guess. Hmm. But I was lo- I was sort of looking it up just so I could also kind of get the Valkyrie names right because they use a different spelling in this manga compared to what they actually are, I guess. Mm-hmm. What they're actually recognized as. And the list was way more than 13. Right, right. But there we have it. One, one hell no, one hell yeah, and a one sure why not. <clears throat> So uh, you get a nice, concise, understandable opinion from this podcast. I was going to say, you've got a range of opinions, but maybe not the way around you'd expect. I don't, I don't know. I, like, I fully expected you wouldn't like this. Did you expect me to like it? No, actually. Uh, okay. Not to the extent you did. Mm-hmm. Like, you, the fact you're, as you said, very quickly on the, you would probably buy this is quite surprising to me. Yeah, I, I think I'm just horny for violence. <laughs> <laughs> like All it's right. been so long, too many romance manga. Well, all of that is so, so. Essentially, this is the opposite of like "Fly Me to the Moon," where I was <laughs> all over that, and you were like, "Nah, no, no." <laughs> we're into different stuff, apparently. Which I, I guess is like, like I like just cutesy, like ah, oh, lovers under the stars, and, and I like, like I want men to smash each other's faces open. Yeah, <laughs> with throbbing dick vein hammers. Yeah, what of it? <laughs> Hey, there you go. Got one more. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, but yeah, you, you know what? Because you mentioned Hades, Mike. So if they want to see more of like gods on, say, a streaming service, and potentially even more throbbing dick vein hammers, where would they go? <laughs> well, I can't help you with the throbbing dick vein hammers yet. But uh, if you want to watch me stream, you can find me at Twitch.tv/Bezekra. B-E-R. S-E-K-R-E-R. And you can find me at Twitter at the same name. Hey. Phil, where are you about on the web? Nowhere. Thank ever. you. At Phenaxion. Uh, I am at Slazo King, where you can see my usual terrible opinions on Gacha and maybe anime if I'm watching anime, but that never happens these days. So, Who's got the time? Exactly. Right? You get it. I'm too busy reading these trash manga. <laughs> I mean, when did you start reading this one, Sean? When did I start reading this one? Yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) All that time you had to spend reading. It's a whole afternoon. It's like my one non-work day, and I have to waste it on this. But anyway, as I was going to do my original neat segue before Phil interrupted, speaking of trash manga, what's coming up next time in episode 22, Phil? Give them a tease. In episode 22, do you know what we've not done in a while? Oh, no. Isekai. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a bit of a different Isekai. It's a shoujo webtoon in which a, to be very cliched, Neat uh, is unfortunately killed in a traffic accident and is reincarnated as the Demon Lord's daughter. As next week we will be reading, I was born as the Demon Lord's daughter. Ah, one of those are set, is what it does. What it says, yeah. <laughs> one of those does what it says on the tin series. Got it. Is what it does. What it who? What it when? 
So yes, that is what we will be covering next time. So we'll see you next fortnight. Don't forget, as always, to subscribe. We're on all the good podcasting services. Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, if this does get licensed in the next however long between this coming out and this being recorded, then make Ten sure you check the show. Ten minutes, yeah. I mean, Seven Seas are licensing a series a day at the moment. So hey, maybe that Okanojo Mokonojo gets licensed. But you can check that in the show notes. Don't forget to rate and review. And we will see you in a fortnight. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.